Hi, I'm Amanda Sewell, and I'm one of the producers of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org slash donate. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. It's a holiday tradition with life-size dolls, mouse soldiers, dancing snowflakes, candies, flowers, and a beautiful ballet princess. We're traveling to the land of sweets with Clara and the Nutcracker Prince today on... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello. Hi there. Today, we're going to talk about Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky's famous ballet, The Nutcracker. But first, let's start with a Quizlet question. Ballet dancers are known for their beautiful and elaborate costumes, but which part of a ballet dancer's costume can take between 80 and 100 hours to make? Which part of a ballet dancer's costume takes a super long time to make? We'll give you a hint along the way, so stick around for the end of the show. We will tell you the answer. Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky was a Russian composer who was known for his beautiful melodies, a wide range of musical styles, and for famous ballets like Sleeping Beauty and Swan Lake. Even though his other ballets were really popular, The Nutcracker actually wasn't that successful when it first premiered in 1892, and it didn't become a Christmas tradition until many, many years after its original premiere. But since then, The Nutcracker as a full ballet has been enormously popular since the late 1960s and is now performed by countless ballet companies every year during the Christmas season all over the world. The Nutcracker is a fairy tale ballet in two acts, centered on a family's Christmas Eve celebration and the dreams and Christmas magic to follow. The ballet is an adaptation of the short story The Nutcracker and the Mouse King by E.T.A. Hoffman. Now that name might be familiar because Hoffman also wrote the story that Leo de Lieb's ballet Coppelia is based on. We have an episode on Coppelia that you should be sure to listen to if you haven't yet. The story of the Nutcracker varies from production to production, but most of them follow this same basic outline. Okay, let's get into it. The ballet is set on Christmas Eve, where we are celebrating with the family and friends of a young girl named Clara. The party guests have gathered in the parlor to decorate the beautiful Christmas tree in preparation for the party. Once the tree's finished, the children all admire the tree, sparkling with candles and decorations. A march plays as presents are given out to the children.
Suddenly, as the grandfather clock strikes, a mysterious figure enters the room. It is Herr Drosselmeyer, Clara's godfather. He's also a talented toy maker who has brought many gifts for the children, including four lifelike dolls who dance to the delight of all. Drosselmeyer has another toy for them, a wooden nutcracker carved in the shape of a little man, which the other children ignore. Now, Clara immediately takes a liking to it, but her younger brother Fritz accidentally breaks it. <sighs> little brothers, am I right? Now, Clara is heartbroken, but Drosselmeyer is able to fix the Nutcracker, much to everyone's relief. During the night, after everyone else has gone to bed, Clara returns to the parlor to check on her beloved Nutcracker. She falls asleep in the parlor with the Nutcracker in her arms. And then the clock strikes midnight and she sees Drosselmeyer. How creepy. But then, rats begin to fill the room and the Christmas tree grows to be as tall as the ceiling. The Nutcracker also grows to life size, becoming a soldier here to save Clara from the mice and the mouse king. But when the Mouse King goes to attack the Nutcracker, Clara throws her sliver at him, distracting him long enough for the Nutcracker to escape and instead defeats the Mouse King. The mice leave carrying their fallen king and the Nutcracker magically transforms into a handsome prince. He leads Clara through the moonlight on a sleigh to a beautiful pine forest where snowflakes dance around them. They are headed to the Nutcracker Prince's kingdom to thank Clara for her heroism. The music that plays here is beautiful and it also features a chorus in addition to the orchestra. What will they find when they arrive at his kingdom? That and more coming up after the break. During the break, make sure to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you always know when a new episode's available and so more Sprouts like you can find out about us. Stick around, Sprouts. We'll see you after the break.
Getting bogged down by how much new music there is out there? There's a lot. Consider a daily dose of the All Songs Considered podcast. It's the easiest way to get tuned into the music world. We spend hours combing through the new music universe, from emerging bands to time-tested icons, to bring you your next favorite artist. To get up on your music know-how, listen to All Songs Considered from NPR. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you this question. Which part of a ballet dancer's costume can take between 80 and 100 hours to make? Now here's a hint. It is usually made with at least 15 yards of a fabric called tulle. Any guesses? Stick around for the end of the show. We'll tell you the answer. Before the break, we celebrated Christmas Eve with Clara's family with a huge Christmas tree, life-size dancing dolls, and a very special Nutcracker toy. When the Nutcracker came to life, we celebrated his triumph over the Mouse King and danced in the snow with the snowflakes as we headed to his kingdom, the Land of the Sweets. Now it's time to see what Clara and the Prince are up to. Time for Act Two. Clara and the Prince travel to the beautiful land of sweets, ruled by the beautiful Sugar Plum Fairy. When they arrive, the Nutcracker Prince tells her that Clara saved him from the Mouse King. In honor of the young heroine, the Sugar Plum Fairy hosts a celebration of sweets from around the world. Yum! First off, we have chocolate. Then to warm them from their snowy sleigh ride, some coffee. And then, tea. Imagine a teapot whistling on the stove as you listen. Then a group of candy canes all dance a folk dance called a tripak. Mm-hmm. 
special guest arrives for the festivities. Mother Ginger is here, as well as all of her many gingerbread children. They emerge from under her enormous hoop skirt to dance. (laughs) It's so cute. Then, even though they aren't sweets, some beautiful flowers perform a waltz for Clara and the prince. The Sugar Plum Fairy and the Prince then perform a very famous and beautiful duet, the Pas de Deux, or a dance for two. The Sugar Plum Fairy then dances alone to this hugely famous piece, which features a brand new instrument at the time called the Celesta. And by the way, to this day, when you hear that instrument, many people think magic. Well, that's because of Tchaikovsky and the Sugar Plum Fairy. So thank you, Tchaikovsky. Finally, there's a waltz, performed by all the sweets, and then the Sugar Plum Fairy leads Clara and the Prince to a reindeer-drawn sleigh. It takes off as they wave goodbye to all the little sweets who wave back. The next morning, Clara awakens under the Christmas tree, still holding her beloved nutcracker. It's Christmas morning, and she thinks about the strange and wonderful events that happened during the night and wonders if it was all just a dream. What do you think? She hugs her nutcracker, which is back to being her beloved doll, and delights in the magic of Christmas. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you, 
Which part of a ballet dancer's costume is super time-consuming to make and is made out of a fabric called tulle? I'll give you one more hint. They come in a variety of shapes, one of which is called the pancake. Any last guesses? The answer is, drum roll, please. The tutu! Yeah, many ballet dancers wear beautiful and elaborately decorated puffy skirts called tutus. Have you ever worn one? I have not, but I would like to. All righty, Sprouts, thank you so much for traveling to the land of sweets with me today as we listened to Tchaikovsky's beautiful score for the Nutcracker Ballet. Are you planning on seeing a performance of the Nutcracker this holiday season? Let us know on Instagram at Classical Sprouts. You can also find a bunch of stuff we don't share on the podcast, so give us a follow. You can check out videos of some of the different dances from around the world that we played in today's episode, see some pictures of tutus, and even some of the first ever nutcrackers on our website, classicalsprouts.org. This episode of Classical Sprouts was written and produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. Our digital content manager is Casey Brown. I'm Kate Patello. Adios! Adios!